Welcome to the Polar Homestead. We learn finance, permaculture and prepping. A modern view of the world. Don't forget, freedom is in your hands. Stay safe and vigilant friends. And now your host, Ralph KK. Launch in. 3, 2, 1. Let's go. from Norway. How are you today? Um, hello, I'm fine. And, and you? I'm still here, alive. I'm not hungry yet. The current topic is food insecurity as usual because people are hungry and there is no food. And we have wheat for six weeks or less. Several organizations, they came out and they said there is only wheat for six weeks and then there is no more wheat and then everybody is hungry. <laughs> what should people start doing? Tell me, what should people do right now when there is no wheat? Um, this uh, six uh, weeks information, this is for the whole European Union? Or? For the whole world. The some... Uh, some organizations, some researchers, they used uh, artificial intelligence and they calculated all the all the reserves of wheat for the whole world. They calculated this with artificial intelligence and they came to the conclusion that there is... So, when they released the information, it was 10 weeks. Today, something like 6 or 7 weeks left of wheat for the whole world. No, in, in, in stockpiles. And after it finishes, the, so they have to use the new crops, which uh, nobody has harvested yet. So let's say the stockpile of wheat in the world is six weeks. And after this, nothing but the new crops. Okay, this is in case, like they're, cal uh, they're calculating that uh, from this amount of, uh, of crops, they will just share between each other in like equal, equal portions between the countries. But yeah, but I mean, like nobody's sharing. This is just like a, like an estimate of how much is left in the stockpiles. It doesn't consider like how or who is going to share any wheat. Like for example, uh, India uh, banned all the export of wheat, along with other countries. They they have stopped exporting wheat because the people or countries they are worried about their own population, and also yesterday. India was also banning the the export of sugar. So countries they are uh, stopping uh, the export of uh, uh, basic staple foods because they need to feed their own population. So they are stopping the export of food. 
And so to, today we're in, the, in a position when the, there is not enough food for anybody. Only what you can grow in your own country, this is what there is. So, so yes, like in case we're talking uh, about Europe, about um, about England, about Norway, <coughs> and etc. Uh, they have uh, such amount of wheat, uh, and I don't think that uh, it it will be rational proportionally between them. Yeah, but what what do you mean by this? Uh, what do you mean? Uh, also, like uh, as as you know, in in Europe there um, there are like um, Russian friendly countries and not friendly yeah so like for the uh, countries who is friendly to russia there is a um, bigger possibility to gain some food to, to get some food yeah but anyways i mean R- russia is not uh, exporting any wheat to anybody for uh, one year they put a law that there is no export to anybody until december 2022 or something like this so like the next eight months no exports at all with some exceptions for friendly countries but so far they they, they haven't exported anything to anybody so far so but but we still can ex, uh, can expect some uh, some uh, exceptions for for friendly countries this what I'm telling yeah but there, so far nobody has got any of this wheat Russia is not exporting anything to anybody so far so what is your question what what should people do preparing or what the question is how are people going to survive in these conditions Like for example, yesterday, um, besides all the stuff in Sri Lanka now and uh, Sri Lanka and Pakistan now it is today is Afghanistan. They are going hungry. They don't have food. They have like the like the malnutrition in people in children is getting out of control. Just out of control. What people are going to do? For Europe, it is it is complicated because uh, people are there, they could used to live like a life as um, as as only consumers, so they almost don't don't grow food uh, foods by uh, by themselves. Uh, so what uh, they will just not uh, be able to find the stuff in the shop, and uh, they will just uh, they will just not not know what what to do, where to get it. They cannot grow this by themselves. But But still, we live in a world where there is rich countries and poor countries. So the the rich countries can buy food from the poor countries, even if they pay like a premium or even if they pay two times, three times the price of uh, the market value, for example. So in theory, uh, rich countries like uh, like Europe, the USA, Canada you will be able to find uh, food but it will be like very expensive so in theory people should still be should still be able to eat in europe like all this uh, thing with the famine is going to be mostly for poor countries like sri lanka which like bankrupts they don't have money they don't have food they don't have fuel completely bankrupt So do, do you think people started panicking already or not yet? Because because check this out, like it was yesterday or the, or the day before yesterday, 
that uh, some people that I know on Twitter, which are just like normal, usual people, they started like, uh, posting on, on their timeline. They started posting like, like, hey, people, it is time to start prepping and start buying your food <laughs> because there will be no food anymore. <laughs> so like, are we in the stage of panic yet or not yet? Like, uh, I just saw these people, uh, I've seen these people, like, as, as long as, uh, as I remember, I was watching YouTube, there are all the type of people who are saying, like, yeah, let's buy everything, the apocalypse is coming. Yeah, but this, this, is, not the, this uh, is not the usual people that, that you find on the street, that they go to work, they go to school. These people, normal people, they're busy with their lives. They, they work, they go story, whatever, they're not watching YouTube. The, the preppers is like a, a small minority of people, like 5% of the whole population or, or 3% or something. But uh, at the stage that we are today, so this uh, kind of panic that there is not going to be enough food for everybody, it's starting to, to spread to the normal population. Because now you hear like some normal people starting to talk about this. Like, hey, people, start prepping buy your pasta, buy your potatoes, because inflation, economic crisis, famine, food shortages, whatever. So like there, uh, the, like there were all like all these people who were just talking about this for a while and people they just got used to this and this is just kind of noise on, on the background so they didn't take them seriously and they just some people they still they don't take this information seriously uh, they just busy with their daily daily life but like slowly I think that people they like slowly start start to realize that somehow uh, there is like really like for real less food but uh, so these people that you said that the, that they're not paying attention, they, 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 anyways, these people they don't watch these uh, YouTube channels or or they don't read uh, these uh, people on Twitter, so they are starting to panic because they go to the supermarket and they see that there is uh, empty shelves or that the prices of food it went up like uh, two or three times the price, so even though they don't get information from the minority of preppers or or these people anyways they they can see in their real life now the the consequences um of course of course they can see and maybe maybe right now they would be more uh, like taking like more active actions in case we wouldn't have co corona before because like if if you remember when it started when people did uh, they started buying stuff it, it were there were also like empty shelves yeah and it was like several times like this so like in case it, uh, and uh, do you remember how people reacted the first time uh, when they saw these empty shelves yeah like it was like massive panic about this and then it, it repeated again and again like with the second wave and etc and right now we have the same but uh, it, it caused by the war uh, so like and I suppose something just like <laughs> going not not completely correct in, uh, in a human's mind that right now like this is the real time when you have to worry about this this is not uh, uh, we, we, we don't have uh, enough food not because because of uh, uh, raising of the uh, consuming like I call it like when, when people they just buying more than they need but but because there is no food for real 
So you mean there is food shortages? Food shortages, yes. So maybe people, they don't realize it yet. Like just because they experienced this before and they don't really realize why it's this. Maybe they just don't see the, the reason and the consequences, don't, don't see the connection. Uh, so like some people, they don't see the connection of why this is happening, yeah? yeah. And they could use, uh, so normal people, they could just uh, say that or think that this is just uh, another time when people are panicking. Yeah, this is exactly what I'm saying. They just think that, oh yeah, like, you know, this guy, he's washing this prepper all the time. He went and, and he bought 100 kilograms of rice and the whole shop of potatoes. So these people, they're just insane. I will just wait a little bit and everything will come. Ah, but you know, like, uh, mainstream media, they like to to demonize preppers. They they make them look bad as if they that the extra food they buy, it takes away from other people the opportunity for other people to buy stuff but actually like i saw some preppers uh, uh yeah i i don't memorize the name but but some of them really look crazy like like i don't know that uh, like the real apocalypse is like some kind of of saint event is coming <laughs> so some of them they, they look for real like a little bit crazy but so there are like a lot of reasonable guys especially like um I like uh, this one we which we watching the Canadian prepper. Oh yeah, yeah. you want to say like a shout out to the Canadian prepper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like um, no, I th I think that this guy, for example, he's reasonable, yeah. Yeah, but but like some of them, you're watching, you're like, oh gosh, man, just just relax a little. Yeah, there is, there is like a like a like a white guy. He's like a bald. He has like blue gray eyes. His eyes, he looks up yeah, like yeah, very yeah, crazy. Yeah, 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 this yeah, guy, yeah, this he one, looks yeah. very crazy. Yeah. Yes, this guy, he's like, uh, he, he looks like he's not sleeping and he just wake up in the morning and the first word that he's saying, Apocalypse is coming. <laughs> yeah, this is the kind of Okay. But, but anyways, because no, we society needs people like this that uh, that can the, that can see uh, things in the distance before they come, before they appear in front of you. So, so like all societies, they need this kind of people. You could say you could call them like uh, visionaries. What what the society needs for real? This is for the government to to be telling truth to them. Like in case the government they wouldn't be hiding the in, the information like, and they would be given this information up to date, and not with the with the after proceeding in their brain or just like uh, making uh, it comfortable for them like according to their policy line, then we wouldn't have these problems. Yeah, but anyways, like uh, the government they would they would never tell you in advance about some kind of a catastrophe about to happen because they don't they don't want people to panic they don't want uh, like the whole population just go to the shop and start buying everything like crazy because this uh, happens like when there is uh, emergencies like even a r recent very recent uh, emergencies um, so when people start panicking, they, they go to the they go to the supermarket, and they're just like crazy, just trying to take uh, everything into their <laughs> into their cars, uh, and no, it's chaotic. It's like uh, the breakdown of society of the rules. Uh, but for some reason, like as long as I remember, like when just COVID started, this um, Corona started. 
we had this problem that just some of them they told that yeah like you know guys it's gonna be not enough toilet paper and everybody just ran to shop and bought the whole toilet paper you remember they didn't buy rice they didn't buy other stuff but they just like took all the toilet paper so like people they have to be reasoning uh, like re reasonable what to take just to think with their brain not just anybody says just search for information what you can keep like what what is not spoiling for a long time like just i don't know like I, I think that not not all these preppers who is giving you this information or how you say that they can foresee stuff they're all the time right but the the preppers they, they never recommended anybody to buy toilet paper this was the the common population that didn't watch the preppers so the the usual people this is the one that went to the supermarket to buy all the toilet paper because they didn't watch the preppers but somebody like uh, got this idea first like i don't know it's not possible that you just then just one one person saw another buying the toilet paper and he just actually there, there was like a like a scientific uh, study about this uh psychological study that uh people they they did this or they do this because um so toilet paper toilet paper for people this is like a like a sign of of comfort for them uh, a sign of civilization for them so they go and they try to get this to to keep uh, themselves like comfortable or civilized in case of a future catastrophe according to this study that they made some scientists okay this is very interesting information and what what is so do you agree or not um, the toilet paper does it give you comfort um, <laughs> this is a difficult question. Like, you know, I could survive without toilet paper and the apocalypse. This would be the last thing what I would be caring about dying from hunger, you know. Like, I mean, that this is just a very strange choice, according to me. I know, but your explanation is interesting. I don't have a reason to argue with you about it. You're very funny. Okay, so we are very close to to everybody uh, starting to panic like everybody because so like uh, supposedly by summer like uh, let's say August supposedly by August it is the time when the real shortages will be like very visible for everybody like you will go to the supermarket and you could see the the empty shelves with no pasta no rice no sugar like uh, yesterday several uh, sugar pro producing countries they they started to put uh, export bans like Brazil they are not going to export any sugar anymore so the next short years are going to be about sugar you will not be able to find sugar for example so what do you think people should start doing right now <laughs> to start buying sugar and potatoes and pasta yeah no, it would be reasonable to make some re some reserve but not just to get crazy about it like just i mean reserve like to start like a stockpiling stuff like a put in your shelf something oh, no for example what for do you need sugar yeah like reasonable in case um, in case you're not eating it like day and night yeah you you need it for for cooking yeah just you need it for food preservation like a lot of this uh to make jams jams uh jelly mm, what else for baking also for baking you need like a lot of sugar 
So you just, uh, this is what I'm talking about, that you just have to put in your mind that you have to be rushing in. So like in case you're drinking tea with the five spoons of sugar, yeah, like you will be not able to do it. But you can have some sugar just to make uh, some uh, some jam or something like or something, uh, something what you could keep uh, for longer time. Not for luxuries, but for everyday usage, yeah, like some extra, why not? Instead of one kilo, get two or three. No, well, for a daily... For daily usage, like everyday usage, yeah, you could say that for a, for a family of four people, for example, maybe in one year, maybe you would use, let's say, maybe three or four kilograms of sugar in one year without uh, food preservation, because to make jam, it is uh, one-to-one ratio, so if you have one kilogram of berries, it is one kilogram of sugar. So this is like a lot of sugar. So if you if you don't need any sugar for food preservation, you could just buy three kilograms and put it in yourself. And that should be enough. Also making like these baking desserts, like you also need a lot of sugar, but just to uh, also to make uh, these like salted tomatoes, cucumbers. For this, you need salt. You need yeah, a lot of salt. Salt and also sugar. You add some sugar there, but you don't use a lot. So you buy sugar for for stuff like this, just for daily usage. No, no luxuries. No baking. No, no something which demands like um, a lot of sugar usage. And what about salt? People should buy like. 20 kilograms of salt or 100 kilograms of salt for food preservation um if i'm if i would be talking about me for me salt it is more important than sugar because i don't i don't really eat sugar i can eat a dessert but like sugar itself we almost don't have it did you know that in the past you used to trade sugar to the weight of silver so you you would trade one kilogram of sh- uh, one kilogram of salt for one kilogram of uh, silver. Did you know this? Uh, yes, of course I know this. But uh, this uh, we're just talking about uh, taste. Some some people they cannot live without sugar, and I'm the person salt, who really salt. and I'm the person who cannot live without salt. I like salty stuff. <laughs> so like for me, like I don't know, salt is it's more precious than sugar. But uh, for example, if there is a the a collapse of civilization, if there is the apocalypse. Uh, salt is one of the three key items in society to keep it going because you use it for food preservation like uh, to dry uh, to dry meat to salt meat um, for uh, salty salty stuff like uh, for any kind of uh, pickled items anything pickled you need a, a big amount of salt so everything needs salt. So do you uh, so do you agree that uh, that salt is very precious? I mean that maybe it is even to the more price precious. of to the to the weight of gold. <laughs> After the apocalypse, you will trash uh, salt for equal to the weight in gold. This is this is what is going to be. So what what are you trying to say, me? So guys, buy coffee, buy buy sugar, buy salt, and keep it. L- uh, later you can use it as a barter for for gold. Yes, we are going to to, the, to a barter system. You should buy instant coffee because you can keep instant coffee for up to 25 years. Do you know this? No, because of this, I said instant <laughs> coffee. Yeah, like, uh, like, have you seen the prices for this? Like, whew, to the moon. oh my gosh, they went three, four times up 
in price because there is um, coffee shortages. There is like floods in Brazil. They're not producing coffee, so the whole market is just like not enough.